Welcome to the Next Level Youth Group Podcast. We are a church youth group that believes in growing in Jesus Christ as a family. On this show, you will be able to become part of that family by joining us in our weekly sessions. Let's grow in Christ together. Josh, if you can put the scripture up there, I'm going to be reading out of James chapter 1, verse 2 through 4. Yeah, he got it. He got it. Count, count it Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So, in this, this life we live on earth, we, times, we will have hard times. We will have trials and tribulations. We will have things that we go through. Um, and you see it various different times in the Bible that there's people that go through hard times. And the Bible doesn't promise us that life will be all flowers and rainbows. It was, it's not going to be a straight shot, you know, easy without any bumps or any, any dips or anything like that. It's going to be, sometimes it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. And it's going to be frustrating. For us to grow relation, relationship in our relationships, spiritually, relationally, in areas of our lives between God and, and our, our spouses or whatever it may be, our friends, for us to grow in our relationship with God, for us to grow, we have to be stretched. It's, it's almost impossible to grow without being stretched. You can grow without sacrificing or without going against hardship. But what happens is that you don't, whenever the hardship does come, you don't know how to attack it. So it's, it's harder for you. But this life we live, it's not promised that it's going to be easy. I know sometimes we want it to be very easy. We want, we want life to be smooth and without resistance. But we are not promised that life will be easy. We're not promised that. We, we would not have resistance. It actually says that we will have trials and tribulations. We will have these things, but count it all joy. Count it all joy when you face these things in your life. Count it all joy. When we have resistance and we have things in our life, our faith has to be stretched. That's how we grow. That's how we get closer to God. Our faith has to be tested. It has to be tested. And through that test, and through that, and through that test, we grow endurance. We grow endurance, and we, we become steadfast, meaning we become grounded in Jesus. We become grounded in our faith. We become grounded in hope, love, peace, and all of these things that we're not shaking, and we're not being tossed to and for, for from things over and over again, and we're, we're more grounded. Life is not also, it's not about going around problems. I know sometimes we may subconsciously think that, when, some, when times are hard and we're having these devastating times in life, we you know there's tragedies, there's hard times, hardship at school, at work, whatever it may be in our family. And we sometimes, we want to, and it's, I understand because we're humans, this is what we want. We want to go around the problems. We want to go away from the, the, the problems in our lives, the things that bothers us. We want to go around these things instead of facing the problems in our life, and it's, that's not easily, it's more easily said than done, of course, because no one wants to face their problems. No one wants to face resistance in the face. No one wants to do that. But 
we have to know that there are two types of problems. Two types of problems. There are problems that are, you must go through, and there are problems you must remove out of your life. There are things in life that you have to go through, and there are things you have to remove out of your life. For example, if, if I do a backflip right now, because we all know I can, and I, I break my leg, that's, that's a bad problem. Like, I should go to the hospital and get it fixed instead of trying to be a tough guy and toughing it out simply, but that's a bad, that's a bad problem. But let's say I have a, a friend, a best friend, and I get a chance to challenge their thinking. I get a chance to maybe help them on their walk with Christ, but I fear challenging them. I fear asking them questions that's going to benefit them. I fear these things. That problem is not a bad problem. That's a good problem to have. Something that I should conquer because it's going to benefit someone else. There's a benefactor on the end of that problem. And what happens in life that sometimes we have problems and we have resistance and trials and things that we're going through. And in the midst of the problems, we get lethargic and we get weary. And we start to view the problems that may be a good problem as a bad problem. And it's something that we have to be aware of. What problems are good and bad? Because if you, if you view a bad problem as a good problem, you're going to be hurt for a long time. And if you view a good problem as a bad problem, same thing, you want to be hurt for a long time. So problems, not all problems are actually bad. Some problems are actually beneficial for you. You just have to go, you have to get through the problem. You have to go against the resistance in life. Doing problems and trials, doing resistance and trials, we are made to be steadfast, steadfast. We are to be steadfast in who we are in Jesus. We are, we are to be firm. We are not to be unwavering. So when tragedies happen, it's okay. I'm not saying that we shouldn't feel bad. Like, we shouldn't feel sad. We shouldn't feel angry in times. You, we will feel sad. We will feel angry, and that's okay. But when our state of being starts to waver when we face problems, that is the difference. We don't want our state of being to, to change when we face resistance. When we, when, when we are swimming upstream and we're facing the resistance, we don't want who we are to become neurotic. We don't want to be flowing all over the place. We are to be steadfast, steadfast. You may feel sad, but it is okay to feel sad, but it's not okay to allow your state of being to be affected by that which you are going through. That is not okay. To be unwavering, to have the strength of God in our life. The strength of God is, is important. And I, don't, I personally don't think we talk enough about the strength of God um, we, us as Christians, especially Pentecostals, we focus a lot on the power of God, which is magnificent, is, is amazing, and you have to have them, but the strength of God and the power of God are not the same thing. These things are not the same. The power of God is different from the strength of God, and you may ask, what do you mean? What do you mean these are the difference? Well, Strength is your ability to withstand or get through resistance. Being strong is your ability to withstand pressure or to get through pressure. 
as for example, if I'm lifting weights, the strength is when I can I'm able to push through the weight. But the power is your ability to withstand resistance or get through resistance, but quickly or with instantaneous results. So the difference there is with strength, we can get through things, but it's not quick. It's not instantaneous. It's not, it's not a miracle every second. It's not now. It may be later. It may be a year from now, months from now. That is what your strength is. Power is when God can, he, God comes down and he sees something going on in your life and he changes it instantly with power, with power. Your circumstance is changed. You didn't have to get through the circumstance. Instantaneous effect happened. And that is the difference between power and strength. And I think we have become this unbalanced people um, in ways that sometimes we, some people, some of us, we focus on the power of God more than we focus on the strength of God. Then some people, we focus on the strength of God more than we focus on the power of God. Some people, sometimes we're like, Father, save me. Please give me out of this rut. God, I can't do this. I don't want to be here. Save me. And then you have other people there. God, give me the strength to get through this. Give me the strength to get through this problem. Give me the strength to overcome this resistance. Give me the strength to get through. Because power is instantaneous. But the strength is to get through the problem. And then you have the third option. As Jesus was in the garden. said, Father, if, it, if it's possible, let this cup pass for, from me, but let your will be done. But let your will be done. Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me, but let your will be done. This is, this is Jesus' heart. Like, it's, it's okay not to want to go through problems. Jesus didn't want to go through the problems. He didn't want to, he didn't want to face the cross. He didn't want to. But he also said, Father, let your will be done. If I have to face this cross, I will. If I have to get through this problem, I will get through. If I have to get through this season, this circumstance, I will get through it. But if I don't have to, take this from me. And I'm not saying that it's, it's, I'm not saying it is not okay to, to always want to go through problems and not ever want to be saved. It is okay to want to be saved, but it's not okay to always want to be saved and never want to go through problems. We have to want to to seek the strength of God. We have to be available for the process. We have to be available because sometimes what happens is we have resistance and we have these things and we view the problem and we're like, okay, I, I want to be saved immediately. I don't want to face this at all. God, just save me. And what happens is we never, ever see the route to get through because what it actually happens, God wants us to get through it as he wants Jesus to get through his circumstance. Jesus had to face the cross. And sometimes we have to face our problems. We have to face our cross. But we see it and we're like, instead of saying, let your will be done, we just say, save me. Save me. And what that does, that closes our mindset. That closes our perception, our viewpoint on what's happening. 
that closes our perception on the path that's actually, that God actually wants us to take is shut it off. So we don't see the actual path that he wants us to have. All we see is, save me. And he wants us to get through the problem. He wants us to get through the resistance. He wants us to get through what is going on because he has a plan. He has bigger things for us. Power isn't, like I said, it's, it's magnificent. It's not, I'm not even, I'm not saying it's bad at all, at all. Like, we need it. It's, it's foundational. We need it. We have to have it. But we become so power-focused that we resist the strength of God. Like, we need the power of God. But the strength of God would get us through times, hard times of our life. It would get us through. It would get us through these things. Like, God wants to give you power. But he also wants to give you his strength. He wants to give you the peace and understanding of things that when hard times do come, you're not unwavering. You're, you're there. You're steadfast. You're like a rock in the stream. You're not being tossed to and for. You're steadfast. That is what the, the Father wants, you to be steadfast, not power-seeking, but strength-seeking also. There are things you must be delivered from. And that's power. God can deliver you from things immediately. And that is power. And there are things you have to be delivered from. Sin, when when Jesus delivers you from sin, you have to be delivered. He doesn't want you to be a slave to sin. And that's when you're saved, when you're born again, you're no longer a slave to sin. So you are delivered from those things. The power of God does take effect. But when you are delivered, you will still have trials to go through. And the Father knows that if he takes these from you, all the time that you won't grow, that you won't grow in maturity in him, that you will be an infant in him. You won't be a warrior in him. You have to, we have to face trials, not only power seeking, but strength seeking, seeking the, seeking the strength of the father that he has for us, the peace, the love and the understanding. I can't, I can't comprehend right now. I can't explain to you right now when you are going through something that is so hard, that is so hard, and you truly know the love of God, the peace of God. Like, this, is, this isn't something that it's a feeling or it's, a, it's an emotion. The peace of God is a state that it, my circumstance doesn't dictate how I feel. I dictate how I feel about my circumstance, and, but that's only by the strength of the Father, not only by the power, but by his strength that you can get through these circumstances in life, the strength of God would get, get you through all tribulations, through all trials. You will get through. I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm not saying when you, when you go home, when you don't want to go home anymore, or you go to places, or you go to your family, or you go to school, and you hate going to school because maybe you're getting bullied. And these things, you don't want to do these things. The Father is with you, and when he is with you, he will get you through. But you can't be power-seeking. You can't seek the instantaneous results. You have to have a desire to get through. Father, if it's your will, I will go. If it's your will for me to get through, then I want to get through. That is the difference between power and strength. That is the difference between seeking those two. We have to seek the strength of God that we want to get through the problems. Jesus, Jesus had the power to get off the cross. I don't know if you know that. I'm sure you did. But Jesus had the power to get off the cross. He could have got off the cross if he wanted to. I'm glad he didn't. But he, did, he could have got off. And he, but he stayed on. 
But the fact here is that Jesus stayed on the cross. He didn't use the power, but he was on the cross, and he was going through the hardest time anyone has ever went through. Agony. Agony. And to get through that, you have to have the strength of the Father in you. Long-suffering. Patience. Like, Father, when are you going to get me out of here? Patience. These things. Love. To get through, love. You have to have love. This is the strength of the Father. Jesus had these in him. This is who he was. He had the strength of the Father. He also had power, but the strength of the Father is what got him through the cross. That is what got him through. Because it's not all about being saved. He could have been saved, but he wasn't. Because there was a bigger outcome, which was for us. And the same principle applies for all of us. Jesus, he has things. The Father, he has things for you. But you cannot always seek instantaneous results. You have to seek the strength of the Father. Father, I trust you. I believe in you. And I am willing to go through this with you. And then I promise you, things change. Things will change from there. You may think that, you know, I don't want to go through problems. I understand that. I understand. You may think, why do I have to go through problems? Why? But as I said earlier, you cannot grow. You, cannot, you can't grow. It's impossible. It's impossible to authentically grow with no resistance. It's, you can't. I can, I can explain to you so much that you cannot grow without resistance, but good problems. I'm not talking about going through bad problems. You want to move the bad problems, but the good problems in your life, the problems that you have to get through, you have to get through, those we have to go through, those we have to go through, we can't grow without it. It's impossible to grow without resistance. Without resistance, you will not inherit steadfastness. You can't become steadfast when you never have anything to grow through to be steadfast. You have to go through resistance. You have to be willing to face your problems, willing to face your problems, willing to face the hardships in life, willing to take on with God whatever faces you, whatever comes into your life, whatever comes into your circumstance, whatever temptation, whatever fear, whatever, whatever thing comes into your life, you have to be willing. Like, Jesus, I trust you. I am with you. And you may not deliver, deliver me from this, but I know that I'm going to get through this. I believe in you. You may say, again, God can save me. God can save me. And he can. He can save you. He can save you every single time from everything. Everything. He can. But what if he don't? The, this is the whole idea here. What if he don't? What if he don't save you when you're going through problems, when you're going through the hardest times in life, when, you don't, when you're graduating out of high school and you don't know what's going on and everything seems weird and everything's, there's no certainty. It's the hardest time. What happens when that happens? Does, does he leave us abandoned and weak? Does he just leave us astray because he didn't save us? What is our perception of that? When we, are, we, we seek his power, we seek him to deliver us, Instead of get us through, and he, when he don't deliver us, do we sit there and wait? Do we sit there feeling weak? What, what, do we, what do we do? 
Do we, are, we, do we, are we less feeling abandoned and weak? Are we so power-seeking that we are numb to the strength of the Father? Or we are numb to these things? We are soldiers and warriors for Christ. Or are we infants? Or are we infants? And there's a time for that. There's a time when we approach God and we are childlike before him. But then there's times when we go to school. You know, you guys go to school and you have to be firm in your faith. And to do that, you have to be a warrior. You have to be the lion and the lamb like Christ. When you go home to a place you don't want to be, or when there's a tragedy in life, how do you get through when you, there's no instantaneous deliverance? When there isn't a miracle in the moment, quickly, what do you do? do how do you get, what do you do to get through? Are you strength-seeking or are you all-power-seeking or are you both? Do you, do you want God to deliver you or do you trust God to get you through what is going on? Do you have foundational strength of the Father to resist or go against hardships in life? Hard times will come. We have to stand like a warrior. Or do we bottle up? Do we bottle up? Or do we stand on his strength in the face of despair? In the face of despair, when there's no hope, do we stand on his strength when there is no hope at all? Are we able to get through the resistance? Are we able to get through? Or are we, are we going to be left dormant on the side? What God doesn't want us to be feeling dormant. He wants us to feel empowered even when we don't feel the power of him, the miracles. He wants to feel the strength embodied inside of us that comes by the Holy Spirit. The strength of Jesus. And most of, we, and most, most of you know these as the fruits of the Spirit. You know, Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, you know, all of these things. And we talk, we talk about these as the strength of the Spirit, as the fruits of the Spirit, but we don't talk much about these as the strength of the Spirit. What we mostly focus on, as all of us as Christians, we focus on the fruits of the Spirit as how we engage with one another, how we love one another, how we have peace for one another, how we have faithfulness to one another. But the fruits of the Spirit are also the strength of God. These are the strengths that gets us through. These are the things that gets us through. These are the things that gets us through our problems. His love, his joy, his long-suffering, like Christ did on the cross. These are not feelings. These are not, love isn't just a feeling. Love is a being, which is Jesus. Love isn't just who, how we feel in a moment. Peace this is just how we feel in a moment. I have peace because I live with peace. I have Jesus. It's not something I feel when I wake up. It's not something that I try to conjure up. Love, is, love, peace, these are states. These are states. These are a part of a being, which is Jesus. And the more we become receptive to these things, these strengths, the more we can get through. God does not love because he feels that way. He is not patient because it's a feeling the Father is patient because that is who he is. That's what I like to call foundational hope. Foundational hope. Foundational peace. Peace that you can stand on foundationally. It doesn't matter what's going around you in your circumstances, that you stand on peace, that you have peace through everything. This here is how 
is, a true, is what a true testament for Christ is, that when, you ha- when you're going through the toughest times and you have an unbeliever and they see you, this would testify more than speaking in tongues, is that when you have the peace of God, when all hell is breaking loose, when everything is going crazy in your life, you will have the peace of God. This is what testifies so greatly about the love of Jesus in your life is when you have this foundational hope, foundational peace, foundational strength of the Father. Hard times in life will come. The strength of the Holy Spirit is what gets us through hard times. The same Jesus was able to endure the cross, we can also endure. We can also endure things. The same way Jesus was able to endure, by standing on the foundation of the Father, by standing on his strength, his peace, patience kindness. These things is, these are the things that gets us through. These fruits of the Spirit, this is what actually gets us through problems. Love, self-control gets us through. Gentleness, faithfulness is what gets us through all of these problems in life. All of these hardships is what gets us through. God is with us. If you ever feel abandoned, if you ever felt in time when he didn't save you in a moment that God's where are you? He, he is with us, for the Father does not abandon us. If he doesn't show up in power, it doesn't mean he's not with you, for God is with you. He knows that there's, there are things you must go through, same as Jesus in the garden. Jesus had to endure it. He had to go through it. It wasn't easy. It was hard. He had to endure it, and he did. Because the father knew that's something he had to go through. It was a good problem to have. It's a beneficial problem to have. It is not beneficial if the father rescues us from, for, from everything in our life. It is not beneficial. There are two things that happens when we achieve a problem. Two things. When we actually go through something and we achieve it. We have the ability to get it back. If we ever fall down, we know how to. Get, we have the ability to get back in Christ. We know how to get back there because we've achieved. We've got there before. We know the, the the route to take to get back, and you have the strength to keep it. When you get through something, in hard times, not only do you know how to obtain it, but you have the strength to keep it. The Father, with the Father in your life, you have the strength to keep it. And there are also two ways you can perceive a problem. This is being done to me, and this is being done for me. The first one is a victimhood mentality, that this is being done to me. Woe is me. Father, rescue me because everything's being done to me. Father, this, everything's affecting me. Or everything's being done for my good. Every single thing in life is being done for my good somehow, some way. With the trust that I have in Jesus, everything is being done for my good. I trust in him. I believe in him. Everything is being done for my good. And also, if you allow it to be, it will be done for your good if you allow it. Troubles of life have to be taken on with love, joy, faithfulness, peace, understanding, righteous boldness, righteous boldness, not just condescending boldness, but righteous boldness. These things is how we take on things. Willing to endure tough times 
but you cannot run away from hardships and problems. We are to endure steadfastness. And the woe is me attitude is a power-seeking attitude that when you always perceive your problems as a woe is me, this is being done to me. Father, why is this being done to me? Instead of a father, I know that somehow, some way, that this is be done for me. If I can get through this with you, this is be done for me. And even if that's not true, even if that's not true, the past, whatever happens is already in the past. So you now have the moment. Whatever happens an hour ago has already happened. So you have two choices to allow something, to allow something to continue to persist, to allow the problem to persist, or to change the future by attacking on the problem. The only two choices, the problem will always be there unless you fix it because it's already happened. So there's not a point of us having this victimhood mentality, woe is me, but having the power and the strength of the Father to get us through to face these things in our life. Quick fixes are not always beneficial. Quick fixes, fixes are always not beneficial. When you go to school, when you go do things, they're not always going to benefit you. You have to seek the power of the Father and the strength of the Father. You have to be receptive to the power of the Father and the strength of the Father, the power of the Holy Spirit and the strength of the Holy Spirit. These are the things that empowers us, embodies us with the presence of God. That when something doesn't deliver us, we're not feeling dormant on the side. We're not feeling left out and abandoned, but we can get through. We can get through. And that testifies to others that what Christ is doing in our lives. That we're not some weakling in Christ, but the Father is strong in us. In us, the Father is strong. God power is magnificent. As I said earlier, it's, it's magnificent. And it is not something that we should, we should always seek and want and be, and be a part of, be a part of. But his strength is, always, is also magnificent. His love and peace is also magnificent that when you have the hard times in life, and you will, I don't want to put this on, but you will have these. That's why I'm telling you this. You will have these hard times. If not now, you will, they will come. And some, you sometimes, and most of the time, you, it won't be a deliverance instantaneously. You will have to get through what's going on. He wants to empower you with steadfastness. You are to have his strength in the midst of despair. You are to have his strength in the midst of despair. God is... He's, he's, he's love, he's peace, he's patient, he's kind. He's, I mean, these aren't just things we say for random, but we say these things because we believe these things. And, but he is peace. We can also have peace, not a feeling of peace, not an a assumption of peace, not a something that we feel in moment here and moment there, but a state of peace, a state of peace. The Father, he doesn't want you guys to be going around, going through hard times and feeling like you can't get through hard times. It's not, it's, it's different than that. It's so much better than that. 
Jesus is so much better than that, that when you have hard times, because you will, and he, there's, it's so good, like, the peace that you can have and the understanding that you can have through hard times is, is so good. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you and give you peace.